Hakeem is raging. Like, if you guys saw the Look Mom, I Can Fly Travis documentary, he was every fan. <laughs> I was one of the guys, like, passed out. Did Got you it. see that shit? The, the people who the documentary? passed oh, I out? Bet, yeah, I bet. It's, it is wild. You weren't Travis up there Scott in the... Concert. No, no, no. We didn't nah, go that far. Hell no. For the Birds tour, we were, like, front row of the seating. So right. we didn't get... I'm not getting down in the pit. And no. that time, I, I was, like, 19 at that time. 20. I'm too old for the I'm, pit. And at that point, I was too old. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm doing you. that. Uh, God, that song really is asshole, isn't it? it <laughs> I, I'm, at first, I would agree with you, but like I said, now I'm kind of taking a meme stance. Oh, so it's like I'm enjoying train. it ironically. Yeah, it's a Soul Train kind of yeah. song. Everybody want to be a superstar. Maybe that'll be its own Grammy category like <laughs> meme song yeah meme meme music who had the best meme track yeah that would that would definitely be kind of crazy hello everybody um welcome to hooks lines and hip-hop i'm akeem jacob thank you guys so much right for into that us. we did um did you know that dorothy's ruby slippers from the movie wizard of oz were once auctioned off for one hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars? i bet it's so much more now oh it's yeah because this book close let's see this book I, I don't know how credible this book is um it kind of just seems like one insane person faked all these facts. Uh, I don't know that they're all faked, but some of them are a little uh, maybe exaggerated sus. upon. Or, yeah, sus. 2012 is when this was originally published. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if they've resold since. Palmology is the study of fruit, Shout and out. now you guys know that. Yeah, so we're all palmologists. Do you, do you study fruit? I like peaches. I get my peaches down in Georgia. That's that shit. Cheers. That's that Justin Bieber song. I got a pencil. Huh? I got Thank you. That's what I'm thinking against that. Yeah. Still, still drinking cacti. I love we're, it. We're deep. Cacti's deep here in the I, hidey hole. I went a little too deep the last time we were here. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I was just a tidbit sloshed. Hey, man. That 7% hits different. Yeah. I, I, I haven't gotten, I haven't been drunk. In a while, so I, I was not drunk, but I was me. I was nice and buzzed. I did hit up the Burger King after. Yeah, that's how you. <laughs> that's how you know you've been drinking. Uh, do you remember that clip that you had slid? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I put that I've been on. Drinking. Uh, that what was that song that I did Theo Rose, where I, I did did the sound. I made the sound of me like pouring the drink, and it's Hakeem saying, "I've been drinking a little bit." <laughs> I found that just by screwing around, like with you know, on, does, I think Spotify lets you play at different speeds doesn't yeah. it, for podcasts. Mm-hmm. I found that on Apple Music, and it just happened like to be at that point in our episode. <laughs> I was just screening it to make sure like the master came out well, as I do for all the track or all the episodes. Mm-hmm. And I was it, it just I did it at the same time. You know, I've been drinking, ladies and gentlemen. So I just I was like, nah, you know, I have to use that for something. It's so good. And I think the opening line of that song, I say something about. Like a, a play on words about Johnny Walker. Like, mm-hmm. Johnny Walker does the... Does all the walking. Yeah, something yeah. to that effect. So I was like, that's the perfect track to use that I've been drinking. That and Fuck Cyclist, I think, are two very iconic uh, samples. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Which was from my well, Snapchat. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't... I, I just yapped it. He had no idea. I think I recorded it, like, off of Snapchat on my iPad. So, like, I, I played it on my phone and recorded it, like, on the mic. I don't remember how I did it. 
Um, I'm an accidental collaborator. That was that was a good sample, not unlike the illegal sample at the end where I ripped the Family Guy. <laughs> That's why the new project that we're talk, we'll talk about in a couple weeks. Next week. It's all cleared. Yeah, it's all going to be out on iTunes. Next week, we're going to do a live stream, guys, on Monday, right? Yes. April 26th. Are you okay with announcing yeah. that right now? Yeah. If not, we... I yeah. mean, I, I, I led us into it, and I mean, I led <clears throat> you into announcing your grad school. Yeah, so. true. So We're even. <laughs> oh, yeah, so next Monday, we're going to do a little live stream deal for it and kind of talk about it. Right. And then if all goes as planned, I'll have it out on May the 4th. Right. May the fourth be with you, brother. Yes, I'm a big Star Wars fan. That's it. My birthday's two days prior, um, so I'm shooting for May fourth. I understand. You're gonna now. have dinner or something. <laughs> yeah. So I understand now. Like, well, I can't rationalize for the man, but like, remember all the times Lil Wayne like delayed an album. Right. Yeah. I kind of get it because now, like, I ha- like they all those samples have to clear. I have to like submit my licenses so they mm-hmm. know that I bought the beats that I'm using or that is my proprietary content. That's a little difficult. It's only like five songs. <laughs> and and could you imagine like 18 and 20 tracks? But also think about this. You're writing, producing, and yeah, true. clearing all this yourself. Yeah. Lil Wayne doesn't really... I mean, maybe the guys he works with are like, fuck, we need more time to clear the sample, you know? Yeah, true. So Yeah, I, a lot of it is self-written. Right. So I, don't have to, I don't have to credit those people. Like, I no. can just put it all under myself. I get... I get the, I'm... Jake's ghostwriter, but it's known that I'm his ghostwriter. Yes. And I don't care. If he gets a platinum plaque, I'll never ask for money from it. <laughs> I would uh, just, he'd, he'd get slid something. I'd, be, I'd just be hyped to have the, the writing credit. Yeah, it, what, like a lot of times I'll, I'll take like a, a Hakeem theme mm. or like <laughs> one or two rhymes and I'll have to kind of dissect them because yeah. you're I more... I'm you, long-winded. Well, you're more of a spoken word, like true poetry where yeah. the... Wordplay and rhyme scheme that I have is just rap themed. Like I, I can't tell you. Like, could you imagine if they took if you took my poetry writing, your rap writing, and meshed it into one person, Earl? Like that's <laughs> yeah, what it'd be, like it. And it I would be very much like, like I don't have the technical ability very that depressive. Earl has. To, well, I, I'm not talking about in subject matter, but like you know how he'll like sometimes his sentences run into different lines. So like, can we play East? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I don't have that technical ability. That's why like when, when Hakeem like I, if I something right uh, Hakeem writes is hot. I was like okay, I gotta chop this up so that I can wrap it. And the reason why I always send it to Jake, Jake is Jake and um, sometimes Jenna, and even sometimes stuff that I send to Jake, I don't send to anybody else. Jake really is the only one who gets like almost all everything I write because I think about like I. I always appreciate you. Always seem to like like my shit, yeah. which which I appreciate. And also, I feel like sometimes you that'll give you like a little inspiration, or you like take something and make something out of it. And I'm like, without without you being that outlet, there's none of it would yeah. ever get out. So I'm it, like, some of it has to get out. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned it earlier. I did it without your knowledge or <laughs> and or consent until I sent it to you. It's still cool. It was always like a pleasant surprise. Right. Oh, and at that point, I had not like, and I didn't buy that beat. I don't think. I think it was right. just like a free like YouTube rip beat. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm excited. So Monday, April 26th, we're going to be doing a live stream. Mikkel's going to be coming potentially, yeah. and um, also make sure you guys are following us if you're not already on Instagram at hlhpo. That's how we're going to be doing the streaming. So um, a little bit of a tangent, but 
also just um, we're, I'm very excited for you to release the yeah, project. I think, so. it, I think it'll be good. Hopefully, all goes as planned. Yeah, stop by, say hello. We'll we'll be talking to you guys throughout it, and you'll hear the album as yeah. well. So it'll be a lot of fun. So today we're going to talk about Slime Language Two and Roadrunner by Brock Hampton. Mm-hmm. Let's just jump right into Slime Language Two. <laughs> oh, it it, it aged wah, it aged wah, like milk because at first we were both kind of talking good about it. Yeah, there was some. It was better than the first one, which I literally can't remember one track off the first Slime Language. Yeah, me either. At least this one, I will say it's more memorable. Even though it's like it you is. said, it's aged like milk. It's much more memorable than the first one. Well, and if you go back and look at the first one, like Gunna and, uh, and others are on it, and you're like, okay, cool. Like he's he's brought these people up, but like obviously Gunna wasn't at the level he was at now. Neither was a little baby. Neither say. was Young Thug. Yeah, true. I mean, as far as he social was up status, there, yeah. But I mean, after so much fun, Young Thug is like a superstar. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he really like. Cemented himself. He leveled in, up. Yeah, with so much fun, I think. Now, that's not even my favorite album of his, but I think... Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey. There's, there's a bunch. Jeffrey and Barter 6 are forever my two favorites. They will always be my two favorites. Um, it'll take a lot, I feel like, to dethrone those two. Yeah, I, I did think that when Young Thug was present on here... He, he was good. He, yeah, he was top-notch, like what you would expect yep. out of Young Thug. Nothing nothing was slacking. Um he gets away with saying some stuff, though. Like, what does he say? He, he, I think he openly calls somebody like a whore. Like, remember that? He just says a whore. He said, <laughs> and he does say some that. I don't. I didn't catch any like really vile. What shit was the line about time. the the airplane head on? Um, oh, oh man, I can't remember. I don't. I don't know. I mean, this she is, gave me she gave me head on the plane. I call her airhead yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Like, that's not even so bad. Like, that's what, that's really not that bad. That's actually kind of clever. The worst one is Out West. His verse on yeah. Out West is definitely the greatest. It's so bad. It's not bad. It's just no, no, but it's, it's hard to like. I mean, it's like very raunchy. I should yeah, say. Yeah, that raunchy. came on like at my parents like when we have like like a monthly pool party. Like that one would not be one I'd be like. Yeah, I'd be like every skip. word to to irritate my parents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when when he was present on here, I, I liked. Gunna was very average. I didn't think he was good or bad. It, Neither was Lil Baby. I would say they're they're both like just talking about these three because they're the sort of the front runners of Yeah, Slime. well Lil Baby wasn't even on it that much. Like no, one track. Two maybe one or, one or two tracks. And the track that is most memorable, I think it's um yeah, I think he's only on here once. Paid the fine. Oh, okay. It was the only time. I, I didn't like Lil Baby. I, I don't like the slow Lil Baby. I like when he comes in aggressive. I'm with you. Uh, I feel like this was kinda old. I don't know. I just I feel like this wasn't the level of Lil Baby that we've been seeing as of late. It's entirely possible that these were recorded even a couple of years ago, just based on the fact for one, there's 23 tracks, and then for two, the all these artists are people that I feel like are constantly in the studio. You know? Yeah. Well, except for YNW Melly, who's in yeah. a jail cell. In well, he's in the stew in jail. It's just on an iPhone with like the wired yeah, headphones. Yeah, iPhone three. Yes. He, he's like got the mic this close to his lip, and he's like, baby. <laughs> No, so I, I, yeah, Gunna was kind of av- average, which he always is. Like yeah. it's just Gunna's like somebody said Gunna's like a condiment. You don't want too much Gunna on a track. Yeah, he's like Man. he's like a little bit of salt or ketchup gonna, or ranch. I'm gonna say something. It's probably I gonna dabble, cause me, do you? It's gonna cause me physical pain to say. Oh, let me hear it. Um, 
You but yeah, look it's in pain a, right it's now. kind of the same thing with Nav. Like I've been kind of hearing That's some Nav right. features lately, and I'm like, huh, you know, this isn't too terrible. Like I went back to Turks, and I kind of fuck with Turks. Turks I hated is it at a, the beginning. Turks is a good track. Um, like his verse on Lemonade with Don Tola. I don't know. Nav is becoming a guilty pleasure, and I almost hate it. Like not Nav albums. Like I, like you said, Economy. Like a little Listen, bit of it is good. Jake, it's not too late. We'll guys, we're actually going to cut this episode short. I need to go take Jake yeah. um, <laughs> to get his hearing tested. Um, um, no, no it, but you're right. Turks is a good track. While um, we're uh, they're eating the same words. kind of artists. While we're eating words. Okay, all right. Um, Montero slaps. It hard. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that's slaps all hard. Um, yeah, but Gunna and Nav are kind of similar. Now I think Gunna has way more technical ability than Nav. I don't want to mislead. He has anybody. more personality. I don't think either one is yeah, technical. Dude, he has we, personality. The on other the track. night, the other night we watched. Um, I think they did it. Was it Kimmel? I may have got that wrong. One of the late night hosts, Don Toliver, Nav, and Gunna performed Church. Lemonade. Oh, Lemonade. And, like, Don Toliver was into it. I mean, granted, it's a COVID show, so there's nobody there. Like, it's kind of hard to have a true performer's energy at that point. But Don Toliver had, like, good stage presence energy. Gunna had as much stage presence as Gunna could have. But <laughs> Nav was just, like, a fly on the wall, just like, Addy boys, got some sixties in my bag. <laughs> Just like like dead up there, yeah. And like when when it was um, it's when it was Gunna and Nav back there. Like Gunna wasn't even like fucking with Nav. They're just kind of standing there, like when Don <laughs> Toliver was doing his shit. But no then chemistry. when but then when Don and Gunna are back there, why Nav is up there singing? Like they're kind of like <laughs> vibing off each yeah, other. Yeah, dude, it was uh, poor Navaraj. <laughs> Um, um, I think Gunna and Nav, despite Nav sounding like AI, um, yeah. they both are shooting for the same thing. They're in the same lane of music. So I don't think it was wrong for you to say that, um, despite my joke. Uh, and also, there's an, an Turks is a good song, and um, the one he has with Lil Uzi Legends, I think yeah. it is. I like that track a lot. I like Nav's feature on there, even. Dare I say, I sing along to it. Yeah. Well, it happens. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's it's not quite a guilty pleasure, but it's kind of getting there. It's what it feels like. If you start listening, I, de- I to, If you listen guilty. to Brown Boy two one through thirty four, hold on, we he has that many songs on one. Go album? look at Brown Boy I two. Won't. It's a double. It's a double album. It's one of those Uzi did it. You know, with Eternal yeah. Take and Love's Rage two. Yeah, if you listen to that project all oh, the way through, we need to get you to a hospital. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the beginning when we, this came out, we were talking. We were kind of talking it up. I thought, okay, so maybe. Pretty good, but I, was it your comment or Mikel's comment? Like the middle and end, it's like a 10 wasteland. Through Sixteen is a wasteland. That's yeah. what I said, and I still believe that. I, I like the handful of songs, but a handful of songs on a twenty-three track album ended up being I liked thirty-five percent of the album. Oh, you got up to thirty. Okay, Jake yeah. told me at one point it was down to twenty-one, so he was trying. He was trying to catch himself. Well, at the beginning, like I really liked it, but then like as you get into some of the ones that we're going to talk about, that were I mean pretty noticeably bad um you want to just go through your top tracks i feel like that'll be pretty quick yeah it'll be segment. easier we'll do a little we'll do a sandwich we'll start with the good we'll end with the well the whole middle is going to be ass and then the end will be somewhat nice words um my favorite tracks definitely were um, that's like coming like at my funeral <laughs> at the beginning everybody be happy like, oh, i was right. going to see you and then like, oh he's you. dead and then and oh, then just moving on. He was a piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was. I didn't succeed in life if nobody at my funeral says that. Truthfully, I believe that. I hope one or two of my exes is in the corner. 
crying at my funeral and not Shit, not bro. in a not in a um sexual way but just in a i didn't get to kill that guy first because of <laughs> what a humongous piece of shit he was wow i'm sure i'll have that coming to me someday um shout out to my secret family jenna knows about them um anyways okay. he, I, I can't, he may be talking about a cult <laughs> no 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 i have i have a separate family in lebanon i don't talk about oh okay i have a son his name's Rahim. He's 6'4", 320 pounds. Jeez. Shaq Diesel. <laughs> yeah. It's a joke. Back to this goddamn project. Um, I liked Ski. Um, I thought that was okay. Yeah, and that's that's getting some TikTok movement. Yeah. All, the, all the little celeb, celebs, the 16-year-old celebs are doing a little It's got a perfect hook. It's, it makes sense why it would blow up on TikTok. Um, solid with Drake. Um is really good. Drake makes that track to me. I mean, that beginning is wonderful. Um, uh, Proud of You with Uzi. I thought that was great. Um, and then let me see. Going towards the back end of the project. Like I said, Superstar, ironically, um, for future. Um, Skepta, Skepta talks about... No, never mind. I'll save that for then. But remind me to talk about what Skepta says. Okay. But lastly, Moon Man. I yeah, like that track. I like that one too. Um, so five, five out of twenty-three. I can. I'll hold off. Which my is like superstar rant when we get there. Okay. Um, some of my favorites, and I'll uh, I'll tell you which ones that will go into like a a playlist. Um, so I like the first track, Slatty, which I I, to, I think I said I mentioned uh, that some young Dolph. Shout out Lil Duke. Yeah. Shout out Lil Duke, still in this shit. I I want him to succeed. Yeah, I don't listen to Lil Duke or Yak Gotti unless it's a <laughs> unless it's a Young Thug song. But some young Dolph kept popping up on my radio, so I've been kind of listening to that like, like the been hood that Atlanta, Atlanta music. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I really like this. I like Slatty. I like Diamond Dancing with Travis. It wasn't the best Travis feature, but when Travis. when is Travis the last the, the last Travis feature that I really liked was Solitaires on Future's Project? I hope Utopia is not year. lazy. I think it's gonna be good. I think okay. it's gonna be probably his best. I, mean, I the trust dude, you. The dude had all that time. I trust you. Like if he can make. Albums like Astroworld and Birds and Rodeo, like on the road, what can he do? Like when you're forced inside, I don't know. I, I think feel some like Travis, Travis might thrive on the road. I don't know. We'll see. His shit is like made for the stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you know. Did you like so? What would you give Travis's verse? Just his verse, because let's talk about Travis a little bit. Because I think he's building up anticipation for Utopia, and as you mentioned, he has a pretty impressive discography already. Um, all that time since um, Astroworld, it's been about three years, or, or going on three years. I think he dropped in 2017, Astroworld. Jake, yeah. is, Jake is verifying. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look up this and the, see. The only tracks that we've had glimpses of were um, Franchise. We had a couple of remixes that he's done. Um, 2018. 2018, okay. So not, not quite three years. Going on three yeah, years. Yeah, coming so up on it. It's coming up very, very soon. Which seems to be his general album cycle, but lately the the tracks have been underwhelming. Well, highest in the room franchise they haven't been well, hitting. I liked highest in the room to be fair. Franchise was a miss, okay. and I'll be honest about that. Uh, I just want to point something out. Travis is not known for giving the best features right. anyway. I mean, yeah, there are some good songs in here like this is Dark Dark Knight Dumbo. He gave a good, I think, a, a good trippy feature. makes that shit. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, I would say that's a good feature of his. The bake sale with Travis Scott. That first was, off, it's ge- that's a generic pot song, but I'll let I'll let you like it. 
but um, it's generic. First off on Future's second to last project, yeah. uh, Future Hendrix, that was the Wizard. The wizard. Yeah. Uh, baptized in Fire. That Overdue. Was, that's debatable. Overdue is good. But these are going back to like 2019, though. These are the ones that I like. He's got a bunch uh, on here. Travis is not known to me. To really I like Blue have, Pill a lot. Yeah, oh Blue Pill's good. God. We need to ride out to that one. Uh, Damn, I forgot about that song. So I'm not really going to fault him for a, an average feature. If I'm going to give it a number rating, it was a 7. Okay. I like that he kind of experimented with some different textures. Like it wasn't like just one flow the whole time. It was... You guys know Jake owns the Travis Scott ones that he gave this song a seven. That's all I'm gonna say. I give it a five. No, I'm, I, you said what would I give Travis's verse? Oh, Travis's verse. verse I okay, give a seven. you said song. Okay, yeah, the song it's it's okay. A five I, or a six. They haven't made like a really good collab to me since Zombies on Days Before. It wasn't Radio. Zombies that they collabed on. It was. Um, Are you sure? Yeah, Skyfall. Yeah, yeah. Skyfall. Skyfall. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say Zombies oh. is a good track. <laughs> no, Skyfall. Yeah, that's I, the last one in my opinion. And that was really, back when really it was hit. really new. I mean, Pick Up the Phone was okay, but I love Pick Up the Phone. Quavo I, kills that though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think the chemistry between the two of them, like if you're talking about track on track, I think that that one takes it. Yeah, I mean Skyfall is legendary though. Solid. I really like that one. That one will go on a playlist. Came and Saw with Rowdy Rebel. It, I think that's my favorite track on that. That one was one of my favorites. Proud of You. I like that one with Lil Uzi. It was cool to see an old track that yeah. we all saw snippets of. It's been of. teased for a long time. Walkstar with Strick and Skepta. That one was <laughs> one of my favorites. Skepta says that he got come on the private jet seat. And the only thing I can think about is Skepta jerking off in his seat... <laughs> leaving a stain and everyone being mad at him and all the pilots talking about get that fucking get out of here yeah Skepta I that was okay um that song real with unfunk that was the only person that i had not heard of before that i will and strick i like strick he was on the mm-hmm. the uh the one with skeptic yeah. walks though. uh i'll go look up unfunk and strick i think i liked what i saw from both of them and then moon man uh, okay everything else was pretty ass <laughs> there you have it. No, but let's talk about like some of the bad because there's a lot of bad on here. This that song pots and pans, it literally it makes my fucking head hurt. Yeah, I mean Lil Duke is I mean Lil Duke Lil Dirk is doing so good right now as far as numbers go. I expected more out of that. It was it's kinda like Lil Baby. It was messy. Yeah, it was kinda like what I felt about like Lil Baby's verse wasn't so bad. Meek Mill has a verse on here that was okay. But you put some of these other artists and it just ruins the song. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I think the problem with this project is it's too many chefs in one kitchen. Yeah. I think a lot of these people, I think the, it's funny that you like the, the smaller names. And I think the reason why is because they're good support characters because you haven't had heard a lot from them. Right. But when you're talking about Travis Scott, when you're talking about somebody like Big Sean, um, Big Sean's on here twice. Skepta's on here twice. There's so many names on here, you don't even get time to appreciate any of the artists for one. They come and go because there's so many people on one goddamn track. And then on top of that, they're not giving their best work because there's there's so much fat on this project. They did not trim it down at all. And I'd be I'd be interested to see if they did because... How many tracks could you have if you got 23 out of it? I know I've spoken like till blue in the face about the Dreamville tape, but mm-hmm. the documentary they put out after, they had a shitload of music That's recorded. Fair. And what came out on the album was 
the cream of the crop, whether right. you agreed with that objectively or not. They did cut a ton out. This feels like they said, oh, you, were, you did a verse? <laughs> it's on there. Like, okay, you and I both had a problem with one track in particular, Komoteyama by Dolly White. I've never heard of Dolly White. No, that's, that's the next one, Reckless. Oh, excuse me. Oh, YouTube Music fucked up this, this track listing. If you look at it, it's totally screwed. Yeah, it is a little different. It's wonky. I don't understand. Hi, Dora. Was the person, and which is kind of like a weird name because she's obviously Hispanic, and I don't know if she's like making illusions of the door of the explorer. If you, if you think that's racist, I'm sorry. It, it's also it's a dumb name either way. It <laughs> sounds like an old Apple product from 2005. Oh. So change your name. God, it was so horribly bad. Like when I heard it, I almost wished I had a TikTok because she kept saying, um, "Come on, Pam, I just want to know your name," and I was gonna be like. Jacob, come on, Pam, I just want to know your name. And I would just like increase my voice. Jacob, like, are you deaf? Let's just play a little bit of oh it. Oh my God. I don't think even us talking about it does justice to how obnoxious this track is. It's. It's tangy. Yeah. It's like in the highest of registers. Oh, and why is it four minutes? Yeah. Why is it four minutes? Because guess what? The track she does immediately after is is less than two minutes. And uh, and it was ten times better. I don't know. It was, this thing was all over the place. It, like it's also like clearly Young Thug or whoever A and R this project is clearly just trying to hit that uh the current um trend of putting out a Spanish song. You know yeah. what I mean? It seemed like just a reach for like, oh, Let's do another like Dua Lipa style track or something like that. I think Dua Lipa is very Caucasian. Part part of me. Who's the one that Travis did um, a feature with? Rosalia. Rosalia. Okay, I, there's a little me. bit of sound compared. Okay, so. it wasn't this. It's not even yeah, the sound. Dua it's just Lipa, the fact Dua Lipa that Dua Lipa is very Caucasian. My bad, my bad guys. I, brain fart. Forgive me. Um, thank you for catching that. It's yeah. It sounds like it was kind and of reaching for fair, that style. I like. Rosalia, like the the TKN song that her and yeah. Travis did, I really like Travis on that song. Me too, and and it was and it was big on TikTok, so I understand the the drive for it. But here's the thing: that song is fleshed out. The Travis feature is actually very good on that on that one as well. And but, and some people may like it because, but the, it has its own sound. This just sounds very generic. Come on, damn! I just want to know yeah. your name. I mean, like obviously, like the J Balvins and the Bad Bunnies are like really killing it right now for the Latino sound. I'm not in tune to that at all whatsoever, and I own right. a pair of J Balvins. Sold them, bitches. <laughs> that was my Christmas come up. <laughs> those you got like a good. I chunk made off like nine hundred dollars profit between the J Balvins and the Ambush Dogs. God bless. So, Capitalism. Yeah. Ladies if wealthy and ever asked me, you ever sold sneakers? I'm still telling him no. That's right. Yeah. Always deny. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I just I didn't care for that sound, and I, I really didn't like the song with, I guess it's Carly, Carly Jericho Carly. That's that's Young Thugs. I don't know if they're still dating, but that's his old flame. Okay, Jericho Carly. Um, yeah, not too fond of Coyle Ray on this either. Coyle Ray has bought herself a music career, and we are supposed to pretend to care about it. But let me say something. Her Instagram is very entertaining. Um, you should check it out. Yeah, I've I've seen. I, they were they, a bunch of people when she they were doing. I don't even know who got the tenth vote on the XXL, and they may not have even announced it yet. But people were kind of complaining, like, "Damn, all Coyle Ray has to do is show that ass on Instagram to get votes." <laughs> Meanwhile, you have people like Young Gravy trying to get into like she, the tenth spot. She also has like 
by the way, that 10 spot is completely rigged. If you vote for it, it's not even it's not even going through. There was a whole scandal about that. I don't know if it's changed since then, and that's just an allegation. Don't sue us. I voted for Bad Baby that year. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. Bad Baby had a hell of a year. Gucci flip-flops. Hit your bitch in my socks. socks. That's, that's a classic. Oh, uh, yeah. Th- that's one you play at the barbecue. True. There's just so much. But, like, the, the GFU... There's so many people on here, like, they literally can't even put all the credits for the names on here. Like, Sheck West is on here. That song was trash. All I'm going to say is YSL has a shit ton of tax write-offs. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why... Listen, um, Jake and I, we we had an interesting text conversation about um, the purpose of these label albums. Um, in the past, Young Money's done a project. Um, um, Maybach the- Music has done a project. J. Cole Dreamville has done a project. Um, the commonality between... I'm, I forgot. I didn't think of that one when we were talking. We kind of addressed... Oh, yeah. Dreamville. I mean, Dreamville is a collective project. Um, yeah, but that one was open to so many people outside this one of Dreamville, too. too. Yeah, I guess. This one, too. You. I mean, you have to say that Young Thug, or I'm mean, excuse me, Maybach Music, um, Young Money... The Theirs commonality between all those... Out- they were more um, close-knit. It was pretty much everybody just within the collective, which... I mean, you want to talk about tax write-offs. Young Money is yeah, full Paris of Hilton, names that you don't remember. Bust of Rhymes. Which you remember Biscuit. them, but you, yeah, but not for being signed to Young no. Money. No, Paris Hilton incredible. did one song. It's wonderful. Wasn't Chanel dead. West Coast at one point? She was, and I think she still brags about being a Young Money artist. Um, She's still making music. I think so. Well, she was she, what, one who also what is heard. interpreted as music. She's making sounds, and they're yeah. coming out of a microphone, True. just like we're doing right now. I mean, yeah, and she gets, I mean, really, she gets paid to laugh at Rob Deerdick. Like, she's Rob Deerdick. She's Dyrdek's a human laugh track. But listen, yeah. would I take that job if I were her? 110%. I feel bad for what's the, the guy that works the little knobs. What's mm-hmm. his name? I stopped watching Ridiculousness after I, Yeah, it, I, I don't know. St- they still make new Stokely? episodes. Stokely? Stilo. Stilo Brim? Stilo Brim. Yeah, so yeah. I feel bad for that dude having to listen to the two of those... Idiots cackle at <laughs> You had to deal with that with me during the early episodes. But let me go back to what I was saying. The um the commonality between these these label projects is they act as a billboard for the collective. And but usually what happens is those younger or those artists that you didn't know much about, you're not gonna go and look them up usually. Nine times out of ten. And then the bigger artists sort of put out their most middle-of-the-road work. Yeah. It, so what it does to me is it seems like some old executive comes in and goes, we're going to put you guys all on a project and it's going to sound great. And what all the artists do is like, I mean, I guess. And then here's my sound. And sometimes there's genuine chemistry that can come out of it, like the Dreamville tape. Um, even I would say the Jack Boys tape has some highlights. But most of the time, it's the most generic, bland, um, borderline unlistenable shit that we got on this project. Yeah, it's definitely a la carte. And that's something I want to draw a line to on the Dreamville. Like, Dreamville, what's the... um, Ari Lennox. Mm -hmm. Her and there's one other... Um, I think they got they have a second female now, so they're and they're kind of getting into like the R and B lane a little bit in that regard. So they have a little bit more of a diverse sound. I think mm-hmm. this it, the Atlanta trap sound is the Atlanta trap sound, right? Um, and we've been exposed to it since 2015. Yeah, so I feel like you 
the billboard kind of aspect of it is a little more effective with Dreamville, a little more effective uh, when good tracks come out of it. Yeah. Even you would you said you would look up two guys on here that you didn't know beforehand. Another so, one, another one like this. Do you remember Two Chains group, the True album? Oh, it was a bunch of people we didn't really hear oh, from. And it was, it was not bad. But have we gone back to it? <laughs> no. I, I like that labels do this and like will put on for their younger artists because it had been a lot easier and probably a good bit more successful for Young Thug to, young just thug put to c- cut this and do like real verses with Big Sean. Like I feel like a lot of this was phoned in. There wasn't a lot of chemistry even on the tracks that Thug was on. But wouldn't it be more beneficial to the group if you did like a Dreamville and actually put your best stuff out? Maybe this is the best stuff. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I w- I'd be curious to know if they I don't how think much it is, was made though, for this. because because Young Thug, like you said, Young Thug has put out and great projects. Little do even Travis Travis Scott has put out great projects. Uzi's put out great projects, but it, Uzi's feature I like. So. It's unfair, I think, a little bit too to compare this to the Dreamville because the Dreamville one was all done like all the recording was done within like I think 72 hours, mm. so it was very focused. Everybody came together and did something for one. That body goes of to work. tell me that it was even more rushed and still came out better mm. than. This yeah. dog shit. Yeah, it, but they did have. I mean, I think they rented out this building with like seven studios. So they, I mean, there was music being made like at all hours of the night. People were coming in. Yeah. So I mean, everybody came together for one purpose. Whereas this, like you said, it kind of sounds like some of it was recorded could be years ago. Uh, no, not a lot of fluidity. Shout out to Drake. I Drake he still killed wins. Uh, he he was even kind of rapping like like some of the Atlanta guys with like, less less enunciation. Uh, I wanted to I, I made this comparison about somebody. Zone Six Drizzy. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to. Th- oh my god! Six to six. He can cultural appropriate as much as he wants. That Canadian yeah, man. There's there's nothing Drake can't take. <laughs> uh, I said this about somebody else on a couple episodes ago, and I don't remember who it was. Oh, no, it was on the Six Dogs. One of the guys that was on the Six Dogs tape, I said, kind of has a little bit of like a 21 Savage sound. Right. That's what I thought about Strick. <laughs> he does, dude. Like, I thought if, it was 21 Str- Savage. Yeah, it's, if 21 Savage would open his mouth when he raps, he'd sound like Strick. <laughs> and I like 21 Savage. He's really grown on me over the last His last years. project was solid. Uh, I like it a lot. A lot. Yeah. Let's see what you did there. Yeah. Is that even his last one? That was off the last project. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's Oh, really no, he did, he did the Slaughter, or not Slaughter, with Metro Boomin. Yeah. Yeah, Two. yeah that's right. Yeah, because the one, the one that... What was it called? The one that uh, Morgan I Freeman was it. on. I did, too. Like... Savage Mode 2. Yeah, Savage uh-huh, Mode 2. thank you. <sighs> Call the, the one... first one Savage Mode My Mood. That's what it was. I'm going to listen to that. <sighs> yeah. i got to throw that the, on. The, the two of them are like peanut butter and jelly. Mm. Uh Let's like you said. Let's end this on a good note. Yeah, and talk about some of the things that we did like. So you wanted to talk about Skepta. Mm-hmm. You we already talked about the stain. Oh, jeez, up on the seat. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. Um, I really liked Came and Saw with Rowdy Rebel. I, it's cool that Rowdy Rebel and Young Thug got together to make a song. For those of you that don't know, Rowdy Rebel was tied to the Bobby Schmurda case, and Rowdy Rebel wouldn't snitch, so he had to go to jail too. And Young Thug said that when Rowdy Rebel got out of jail, he would meet up with them with. An iced out chain. And they did it. They did it. Yeah. Uh, so it was pretty cool. And I really like Rowdy Rebel. It makes me sad every time I hear him because all I can think about is Pop Smoke. Because he was on the Pop Smoke album. Pop Smoke did that. He, Rowdy Rebel had that phoned in verse. Do you remember that? On um, It was on the the, post, the posthumous album. Uh, 
But I can't remember the name of the track. I heard 60-year-old men talk about Pop Smoke, dude. I was amazed. Oh, They're like, that new Pop Smoke is really good. And I was like, what? It was at my gym. I was like, God dang. That's sad to me. Every time I hear more Pop Smoke, it's just, that was... Oh, that's how I feel about Juice World. Yeah. Well, we saw what Juice World was capable of. Like, we just, yeah. like, Pop Smoke was just bubbling. Yeah, when you hear Shoe for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, you're like, yeah. that man had a classic in him. Yes, absolutely. R.I.P. to all the ones we lost. Yes, DMX. We're going oh, way off. Man, that God. that man deserves his own episode, so we'll wait. We that. are working on that. And I'm sorry, we didn't say anything the last few times. Well, the last we... one was a brand review, right. so we didn't want to. But R.I.P. to DMX, man. Yes, that, that, that was, one was truthfully sad. I'm so happy to say I have his autograph. Yeah. And it was personalized to me. I'm, I didn't get to meet him, but Kayla, my friend Kayla got it. Thank you so much for that because it means even more now um, that he's gone. Just yeah. the fact that you got that for me is clutch as fuck. It says, to Hakeem, God bless you, DMX. And I put it in my copy of Belly and... um. We watched that movie recently. Yeah, in the old apartment, like yeah. the week before we moved here. Man, that movie is... RIP yeah, that was sad. Yeah, we're going to do... One... A, we want to do an evergreen episode for him. I'm not going to say when, whenever we have time, because I feel like whenever we announce shit on here, it, it never happens. It never happens, and, and I'm sorry. Well, guys. to be fair, sometimes when it never happens, it's for a reason, like the Justin mm-hmm. Bieber album we mentioned that last episode. Yeah, it was just trash. Yeah, not, we're not going to waste your time. We were very clear about that when we moved into the Heidi Hall that we were not going to just review shit for the sake of reviewing yeah. it. I like that we're... I don't know. Everything's just changing. I'm, I'm happy about it. Yeah. We're talking about but, what we want. Fuck it. On on some more good notes, I, like we said, I think the proud of you was good because we we got to see something that what we didn't see in entirety. Right. The Kid Cudi verse was really good. It was OG Kid Cudi, not um, his best Travis Scott impression. No. <laughs> he um. I also liked. Um... What did you think about this song? I Which I've one? I've listened to it a couple times, and the first time I heard it, I was oh. really high on it. This song with Lil Keith. I'm trying to see if I'm... He's, he raps in like this really high register. When I hear the production for this album, it just depresses me. I just don't think there's any production... I like this. I did too. But I'm okay with it. Where's the... Okay, so it does go. I he was... sounds like Young Thug. 100%, but yeah, that, that goes... When I heard it the first time, I was like, "Yeah, it goes." And that then slams. Then when I started like really like, all right, let's let's pick this apart and really yeah. like, I was like, nah, is, it, "Is this good or am I just like buying into the the sound yeah. right now?" Some, I mean, some. Here's the thing: that beat actually matches that flow, so it complements it really well. If you're looking at it from a um, critic's perspective, kind of like you know, getting ready to talk about it, you could easily pick it apart about why it's not good. But my initial reaction is to bop my head to it. So to me, for this genre, it's it's good. Okay, that's like one that you got to just depend on the mood when yeah. it comes on. Right now, after one cacti in me, that goes. Was it prickly? Yeah, getting that cacti in you. <laughs> Stroke my cactus. <laughs> oh, don't wait. Way to tie that all together. <laughs> so if you had to rate this, what would you give it? Two, <laughs> a two, a two out of ten. I mean, it's, it, it, I don't know. Maybe a three. I gave it a five, but it scored really, if you, if I've, I should have been doing this all along, like take the tracks I liked and then divide that by the tracks and get you a percentage. Right. Like I said, I like 35% of the album. I like 21%, so a two 20, is, 21, 21. A, 21. a two is like 
I mean, a two solid to me for this project. And because it's because ten through ten through sixteen is. is such a wasteland. Yeah, and I mean I like that came out with a little kid I like, but pots and pans really is like an insult. It's an assault to my ears. Superstars only funny. Um there's just there's not anything in that I didn't like the YNW Melly track either. I didn't think there was anything there that like I had to hear. <sighs> I know this is rap music and like committing crimes is like part of the gig. Right. But why are we still co-signing for YNW Melly? I, I know like I, I'm a big proponent of innocent until proven guilty. Right. Evidence is pointing guilty. <laughs> <laughs> a man rode around with bodies in his car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're at least guilty of sometimes that. so I mean people people cape for for anyone at this point. I mean, YNW Melly is someone people... And that was for. a trash verse. Like, YNW Melly <laughs> has some hot shit. Yeah, he does. He has a lot of... And he's he's good when he's soulful and really talking about his shit. I've got the perfect song for the mid-roll. Oh, I can't if, wait. If, you, if y'all want a, a YNW Melly deep cut, a posse cut. Uh, but yeah, so... So you gave it a five. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the true math. Quick maths. Quick math. 35. It, it got a 3.5. If we're gonna be, yeah, so we're gonna we're pretty fair. much in agreement that this is a solidly trash project. But but Jake also said, and and after talking about it with you, it's more redeeming than I originally thought. Even though it's a two overall, that's that's if you go from one to twenty three. Yeah, most as a people project. are not doing that no. with this project. We're the only two insane enough to really sit through twenty three. 23 tracks yeah, we are straight. The, we are the bondage boys yeah it really is just straight up masochism sometimes and so if you're not listening to it that way if you're picking songs for your playlist we've we pointed out between the two of us there's about eight or nine tracks that yep. you could get so it goes from like 35 percent to it's almost a 50 maybe. almost a 50 but, so You'll find something, but you really have to dig through shit to find that gold. Yeah, and like I said before, like when Young Thug was present on this, Young Thug was Young Thug. Nothing right. pa- very passable. Yeah. Uh, as a project, like if you're going to compare this to Young Thug's last release, which is not even really fair to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Much Fun is way much better than this. Way much better, 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way around it. No. I don't have much more to say about it, Slime. No, I don't either, Slime. So we're going to take a little break. Jake's going to give us a little mid-roll, and then we're going to go into Brockhampton. Slap. Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram, at HLHBO. Thank you all so much. Let's get back into the episode. Wine W Melly did nothing wrong. Alright, we'll stop it there. We'd... We want to plug the right ones here. I'm not pop. The murderers. Not that the, not the So that was uh just woke up by Supreme Patty featuring YNW Melly. That came out like right before mixed personalities that like blew him up. I want Yeah, that that's whatever, a wonderful what, Yeah, whatever Supreme Patty paid for that was too little. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. I mean he That was a quality. And there there's a whole nother verse too. If that was any other rapper, I feel like that would have blown up sooner. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if it was someone with like some like imagine Gucci Mane with that well, YNW Melly feature. I don't know how like 
I don't think that Supreme Patty is really a rapper. I think he. No. To be fair, if you want to compare like white boy sh- douchebags to white boy douchebags, Jack Harlow. No, <laughs> Jack Harlow. <laughs> oh my bad. Jack Harlow is having a white boy summer this summer. Jack Harlow's on top. That's true. No hate. No hate to the white boy Did summer. You, I, I hate to go there. Did you see the picture of? Derek Chauvin and it said somebody tell Chet Hanks white boy summer is over like it was like over the guilty verdict thing <laughs> I was dying when I saw it thank god that, that anyway no happened. Jack Harlow is untouchable oh for white boy summer he is as Jack- long as he has his curls <laughs> look you can trash Jack Harlow all you want that's a true guilty pleasure uh, no Supreme Patty I think is really trying to box too like he's done some boxing matches. I don't. He's not going as hard as Jack Jake Paul. I think Jake Paul really wants to. It's be It's because a boxer. Supreme Patty doesn't have the clout of Jake Paul. No, yeah. I, I Supreme Patty came and went in like a the, summer. Yeah. Hobby. The fact that you guys probably don't even know who we're talking about by now. Yeah, probably not. Look at my. I still follow him on Snapchat. Yeah, he's but not doing like his crazy. You shit. know he's, how old you yeah. sounded just by saying you're still on Snapchat. I mean, I'm a dinosaur too, but. This is, dude. I hate that millennials are like becoming corny old people. By the way. I could give a fuck. At least we're not corny, as far as I know. I we're corny a in a good way. I like that Jake said he couldn't give a fuck. That's empowering. That's very Zoomer energy of you. Yeah, I mean, it, it got a little Zoomer in you, a little nihilism. I, I mean, the boomers are eating their words because they were like, "You millennials are the scourge." Yep. And then, and then Zoomers Gen, came. Gen, yeah, Gen Z said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> They're like, their memes are like, you just put a dead squirrel in like a JPEG and then you just say like life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. I love it, dude. Shout out to Zoomer. You guys are nuts. Yeah. We'll have one on the podcast next Monday. Yeah. Oh, and he is <laughs> the king of nutty Zoomers. I love you, McFax. Um, let's talk about Roadrunner. Yes. Brockhampton. Uh for what's what's when I was listening to this because we sometimes we pick these albums like to review and they end up like being paired together really well and these really have nothing to do with each other at all right but when, as I was trying to like, kind of compare them to each other or think like okay what what can I say it's it's sad that music like slime language is what's popular and Brockhampton is still somewhat underground I mean they're they're pretty big at they're this point big, dude. but they're not on the radio like. Then the goal for slime language and and I knew this I knew this was gonna come up and I wanted to say for the record, slime language two and Brockhampton both have a lane. They can coexist and I think oh, it's yeah, fine not, that they. Yeah, both I'm not exist. hitting them together. It's I see what you're saying, but I think we're past that point of crying about the mainstream, the state of mainstream music because the internet has broken down everything so much that anything can become mainstream. And it doesn't have to play on Hot 98.1 yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 98.1 is our... It's hot 97. Yeah, yeah 98.1 was the hip-hop Yeah, I can't me. tell you the last time I listened to a local radio station. 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can't. My dad brought up the radio today. I was like, you... I was offended that he... I was like, talk you radio? think I listen to the radio? Nah, he doesn't listen to talk radio. Listen to talk radio? Nah. He's not that old. He he was almost in that, but he really just watches. He watches cable. He okay. loves cable still. He's a like CNET. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I, I think they they can coexist, and I think Brockhampton is big as fuck. Whether 
it. As I was listening to it, too, I said, Brockhampton could do a better slime language than <laughs> YSL did. There are, there are eight members of Brockhampton, which it's, is why I have Genius pulled up, because most of the time I can't tell who's who. No, I and can't either. I'm, a very I'm not ca- that deep of a we're fan. We're casual fans of Brockhampton. I, I list, we reviewed Ginger, I believe. Ginger yeah. was much more of like a personal project. Um, fans really liked that one. Um and, and that one had a little bit of controversy because of the Amir Van stuff behind right. it. Like, they, he was out. Amir uh, Van was thrown out of the group because of sexual assault allegations. Um, he, or he left the group. I'm not sure how that went. I think he, he kicked out. But he got politely asked to leave. Right, right. Yeah, you, got, you got retired. He resigned. Yeah, you got That's resigned. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. But I really like um, the – my favorite Brockhampton projects are um, Saturation 2 and 3 – and the and saturation two I really liked because it was the most hip hop out of the three. Um, it was very catchy. And saturation three I liked because it was actually one of the more subdued. It was one of the sadder projects out of those three. So I liked them both for different reasons. So ginger was much more like on that sad vibe, but Roadrunner is very much on like a hip hop vibe. They're collaborating with a lot of big names in underground hip hop. Yeah. I would say. And it sort of, it paid off, I would say, in a, in a very big way. And it's, this is a very accessible Brockhampton project. I think it's the truest evolution of the group since Amir has left. Um, and I know for Brockhampton diehards that they, they can listen to Ginger and they get a lot out of it. But for anyone who hasn't really um, listened to the group before, I think this is one of the most accessible out of all the Brockhampton tapes that have yeah. come out so far because you do have hip-hop uh, and what i like about them the most i like kind of like more of the boy band right. songs yeah like, they have great hooks yeah like the uh one with charlie wilson i really like that one count on me count on me is amazing um, dude when i ball do you remember that one that yes was, that reminded me of like college dropout vibes right right and also um there's a the lyrical content if you're much if you're more of a traditional hip-hop person i mean i think um, buzz cut with Danny Brown. Danny Brown gives one of the best solo features. Or, uh, solo Danny Brown. Sober Danny Brown is much more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I don't know what the name is. Last project. I think we talked about it, but I really enjoyed it. That was my one like fear when I was mm-hmm. like, "Dang, Danny Brown got sober." I mean, obviously that's a but huge that feature. Drugs don't make the music. Yeah, exactly. But when you heard it, like, how, it, how is how is Danny Brown going to be like that zany, wacky character Without, when he's not cracked? I mean, TF he's not out. triple X zany anymore. No, but no, no. I, I think mean, he's grown up too. He's a father. Yeah. Like, it's hard to maintain that. Right. Um, Kevin Abstract opens up that track, Buzz Cut, and it was also a single. And I mean, Kevin Abstract is is such a good rapper. Yeah. He really. I've only. I mean. I, like I said, it's hard to tell sometimes who's rapping on what unless I'm reading, you know, who's on. Yeah, I'm not as big. Like, I can recognize Kevin Abstract's voice, and that's because I like some of his solo projects. His solo projects, though, were definitely more sing-songy, yeah. right? It was much more like almost on a yeah. Frank Ocean type of Yeah, kind vibe. of like abstract rap. Like there's a little bit of him rapping, but it was more melody than it was traditional hip-hop. This was much more like traditional hip-hop style flows, and I just thought it was it, it paid off dividends. Um there's there's a lot of he does a lot of different inflections he switches his flow up in a way that's very creative i like the arizona yeah, baby too that's, we talked about yes. that one yeah we did kevin abstract is in, is incredibly talented and i do you're right like i said i do recognize him but then even on the bottom half of the project 
or of the song, I mean, I think there's another collaborator after Danny Versus' second verse. Um, Jabari Manwa is the one who's doing the bridge with Kevin Abstract. I thought he sounded solid on the track as well. And then there's an outro with Joba, Kevin Abstract, and Marilyn Wood. That's where, that's that, sometimes it drives me crazy. Yeah. That part. So the the flow of this project from one track to the next, there's a lot of cohesion. Yeah, and it, it which is difficult in an album like this because the sound is so diverse. Right. Like, it's easy for, like, a Dirty Sprite 2 to sound cohesive because that sound is the same throughout every track. Like, the atmosphere. It's also one person. Yeah, one and artist. it's also very synonymous throughout. Right. This has so much different texture that it's hard to have it all blend. Mm-hmm. And JPEG Mafia, Chain On, that's my favorite track off the project, period. Yeah, I like that one. Peggy just fits in so well with Brockhampton, it's kind of eerie. It's yeah, almost he, like if they needed like a ninth the, member. Yeah, he's like the un, unknown member. Yeah. yeah. he he's His verse was just was perfect to me. That's like when we made that comparison with the baby. Like the baby mm-hmm. would fit in perfect with the Migos. Right, right, yeah, exactly. There's some artists, they, they already understand the sound very well. And also, that goes to show whoever produced this project, um, they they definitely had the featured artist in mind because every track sort of hits a different note. Like, Buzz Cut sounds like a Danny Brown track. Chain On sounds like a JPEG Mafia track. Um, my favorite, favorite uh, line of his was the, no surprise, suits get jealous when you cut the ties. You get that one? Read it again. It was, um, it's no surprise, suits get jealous when you cut the ties. So I was thinking about him being like an independent artist. Okay, Suits yeah, yeah. being the yeah, big like labels, the labels. Yeah. and cutting ties. I love that line. I, th- I thought that was so clever. Um, it's it, deeper than rap. <laughs> it's nasty. Um, yeah, Chain On is, is perfect. And then Count On Me, like you were saying, is much more like the boy band yeah. style track. And it's catchy, infectious, great production. This is, and I, I don't want to, I know we've tried to draw some comparisons for the sake of the right. episode to Slime Language, mm-hmm. but this is what it could have been as far as having right. so many people, Collaborators, yeah. like you could have picked like two YSL artists to be on one track and let them have the spotlight and produce them the way that they are typically produced. Right. Like this, that nobody's trying to outstep their bounds. Like you don't hear people singing that should be rapping. You don't hear people rapping that should be singing. Like everybody kind of sticks to what they do well, and the beat fits the people. I don't know. This is a lot. Like you said, more cohesion. It just, I think, produced more focused. Right. It is more. It is much more focused, and that also has to do with the length of the project. Obviously, I mean, thirteen tracks. That's literally almost half of the Slime Language Two project. So it's understandable why there's maybe less focus in that one. And also, generally, trap music is a lot of the projects are very bloated. Yeah, and it's not even it's not uncommon for a trap project to not be high quality, and that's simply because of the fact that I think Gucci Man, when he was dropping on Dat Piff, he sort of fucked up the. I feel like he fucked up the blueprint for trap music. It was not about yeah, it was just put out as much as you can, right. and what, what's good will, will ride, and what's not won't. Exactly, and it, and also streaming. You know, apparently, like if you have a bad project with two or three big songs, 
that will chart better than something like Brockhampton's take yeah. where it's better when you experience it all the way through. So Yeah, I mean this is definitely a project whereas Slime Language was a it's collaboration. A collection. It's, yeah, a it's a collection, collection. of tracks. Yeah. Um right. So that's why I I get the game on both sides, but I do think Brockhampton um puts the art. It's definitely high concept. Um it's artistic. Uh, especially the last two tracks, Dear Lord and The Light yes. Part 2, they were gospel tracks. And I was like, my God, this blows Jesus is King out of the water. Yeah, it's just more a more polished right. sound. It also is not egocentric, and it sounds like a legitimate praise and worship song. You know what I mean? If we're going towards the goal of, of a gospel project, yeah, Kanye's was much more like pop pop rap meeting gospel. Um, I would say Dear Lord sounds much more like a, I feel like a traditional yeah, it wouldn't, praise and worship Yeah, track. you wouldn't, I, I would, I mean, I've been in several different demographics of churches in this area, mm-hmm. and none of them would play anything from Jesus is King. No, no. Although, old people love Jesus is King. I think Kanye won a lot of Republicans' hearts that day when it released. Well, that and slavery was a choice. <laughs> I mean, that is so bad. The fact that Kanye said that is... I mean, he did terrible. redact that, so that apparently that is not how he truly feels. So sure. It's just, it's easy It's easy to throw stones. Yeah, go try to listen to his uh, Joe Rogan podcast and tell me he, anything he says makes sense. <laughs> yeah, tell me anything he says oh. makes sense. But not are... to throw Jesus King under the bus. I just mean it accomplished the goal of a gospel project more than Jesus is King did. Yeah. And I I gave Jesus is King high praise when it I came out. I still like it. I listen to it quite I a bit. I listen to certain songs off of it for sure. I mean it's short enough like that that and yay like those mm-hmm. are short enough where you can listen to it and try I was to listening appreciate to Life it as is a project Pablo today. Fire. Yeah. It that that brings me back. Yeah. One thing I want to say about Brockhampton is their consistency. Yes. I mean I'm a pretty casual fan. I think you're more so a fan than I am. Uh, but I've never listened to one of their albums and been like, yeah, this isn't it. Yeah, no. It's, it's Like I said before, everybody, nobody outsteps their bounds. Nobody tries to reach or aspire to be what they're not. Everybody's just focused and in their lane. I believe we reviewed... No, I think that was a different project. Maybe I listened to Iridescence and I didn't really go back to that one as much, but um, Saturation 1 through 3 alone solidifies Brockhampton. Yeah. I would say their legacy and... Um, I understand through recent interviews, they're sort of talking about wanting to all do their individual sound. Um, I think as a collective, if they're able to produce this high quality of stuff, um, another group that maybe not as large, but every artist still kind of had an impact would be someone like the internet. Yeah. Steve Lacey went on to get a Grammy nod. nod. I don't know if he won it. I don't remember either. Um, But also Sid the Kid... Her her career's taken off. Matt Martian, I'm sure he's still doing his thing, but um, I, maybe there was... I don't know if there was one more from the internet. I don't Not know. that I know, but Sid the Kid and Steve Lacey both came from that and have very successful solo careers. Um, I imagine Brockhampton, something similar would happen. And if this is something that they want to do once in a while, I mean, I'd respect that too, but yeah. I think their discography, they've given a lot to their fans in such a short amount of time. It's fucking impressive. Yeah, and the people that we have heard, I mean, Amir Van, we've already talked about being separate from that. I think we talked, I don't know that we reviewed it. But we did we review did, his yeah, we, so we. I know we've talked about solo him. solo project. And it was pretty solid. I like, uh, I like I, his rapping a lot. A lot of them are talented enough to where they could do something. I don't know, Kevin Abstract has had two projects, American Baby and, or Arizona. Yeah, Arizona mm-hmm. and American Baby. Right. Uh, 
Arizona he, Baby, I think. Arizona Baby, project. yeah, yeah. And then he had... And then American Loverboy, or yes. the, that's his yeah. first one. Uh, so he's had two projects, and I've enjoyed both. Uh, You're so, more of a bro- of a Kevin Abstract yes, fan. Yes, Arizona Baby was my favorite out yeah. of the two. Uh, no, I, I, if they all kind of go their separate ways, I wouldn't be mad at that. No. And, and maybe that's easier to say because we're both casual fans, but I will say this for a fact. Um, uh, Roadrunner is definitely in my year-end contention list already. Yeah. I mean, I as, listen it, as to it, this it sits now. Daily, yeah. dude. I listen to this project daily. Like, especially Chain On. I feel like I throw that on in the morning. It just puts me in the right fucking mood. Like, and the bankroll with ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg killed that, dude. It was like a spoken word style. I love ASAP Ferg. Man, that. Dude. Right now, I think one of my favorite, like, subgenres of hip hop is, like, the New York, like, the current, like, Brooklyn kind of drill, like, right. Rowdy Rebel. I really like Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. ASAP Ferg has been on that sound really since. He was, the I would say he's the godfather. Yeah. He's one of the godfathers of that New York wave. Yeah. I know he didn't come up with that sound. Ooh. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but he had some iconic tracks, oh, and his yeah. first his first album, Trap Lord, yes, is is definitely like if you haven't listened to that, you should go back to that project for sure. For I, sure. And I mean, he had some really big names. I mean, even outside of I mean, Charlie Wilson's a huge name inside of hip hop just because mm-hmm. of his influence on R and B. Right. But Charlie Wilson is incredible. Yeah. Don't shoot up the party. Yeah. That's a G funk style track. That like where. That's, it's it's amazing. It's such an infectious drop. Speaking of G Funk, mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Snoop dropped today. Eighteenth oh. eighteenth studio album, <laughs> from the streets to sweets. You know what's crazy? Who has more? Who do? You, can we Google this real quick? How many studio projects does um, <laughs> Tech Nine have? Oh, Tech Nine's beat him. You think so? Oh, on. Un, un, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> How many projects does Tech Nine have? I'm gonna guess twenty four. It's it's in the thirties, I think. He might have forty seven. Studio albums twenty three, compilations albums three, soundtrack albums five. Wow, singles sixty seven. That man does not. No, he does stop. All the way back to the nineties. I feel two thousand. He's got the, yeah, two thousand two. This is I think. most popular too. There's some stuff before that. Yeah, but Snoop Dogg has eighteen. I saw that on Snapchat. This wow. Morning. God bless Snoop. I have not listened to <laughs> any of your recent work. I will not. But yeah, I didn't I know mean, any of the features. I'm except glad for one. he's still coming out with music. Hey, he, why? He just got two million dollars off of Jake Paul. You don't need no. Give me my money, Jake. Yeah. <sighs> what were some of your favorite tracks on Roadrunner to bring um, it back? Buzz cut, chain on. Um, don't shoot up the party. Um, what was that one? Count on me. Bankroll. The light was really good. Um, dear Lord. And yeah, those are mine. Don't shoot up the party. Dear Lord. Bankroll. Count on me. Chain on. Buzz cut. I mean, six off top. Yeah. My, my favorites were buzz cut, chain on me, bankroll. I'll take you on. Don't shoot up the party. Count on me. What's the occasion? And when I ball. That's insane that there's that many tracks. Yeah. I mean, that's a solid project. Are you ready to give your rating? Yeah. Nine. That's an eight. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's... And it may grow on me. I mean, I, I haven't listened to it as heavy as you have. I've, right. I've probably listened to it about six times. 
That's and probably three in entirety. Right. It's um yeah, it's one that you with repeat listens, I think you'll find more and more which tracks you really Yeah. Gravitate it, towards, but that's how most of the like true projects are. Because mm-hmm. when you're you're trying to evaluate, it's easy to evaluate slime language. I mean, it's very a la carte. You you, you know what you like, right? This is meant to be viewed as a whole, right? It's much more like you listen to it, you play it multiple times, and we're not used to that. Even even with our podcast, I mean, we don't drop as timely as we did in the past. But, like, it's hard sometimes to come out with a project while you're working, while you have personal stuff going on, and truly appreciate a project. So sometimes we might review something, and I've only listened to it three or four times, maybe twice all the way through. And I'm like, I don't really get it. And then later in the year, I'm like, man, I... Whatever I said on the podcast, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Hakeem came back and really liked it. Yeah, yeah. and also, even uh, I mean that works in reverse too. There's been right, things that where yeah. we've been hot on, and then like a year, or a couple months go by, and you're like, yeah, I kind of like to renege. Yeah, I was even I was hot on his first project, which yeah. I would I haven't gone back to him forever, but there's still some. Traffic I mean, I there. I gave he was in the top ten for the album that yeah. Fifi was on. Yeah, so. I knew I told you when that dropped though that you'd regret it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Before I left your house, we I think we recorded that episode at your house, and. <laughs> Before I left your house, I felt bad about that one. <laughs> Sometimes, dude, I review stuff and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. That might even happen on this project. But also about the another note, or the last, I guess one of the last things I want to say. The subject matter on here, it's very personal. There's a lot of mentions. You can tell it's present because it's there's a lot of mentions of COVID on here. Yeah. Like, um, sort of not being able to see family. Um, there's, a, there's talk about... Um, being able to admit that you're gay or like still having a hard time identifying with your sexuality, um, being able to talk to your family about who you like. Um, and say, that's why I like him. <laughs> he didn't have to dress up and dance on no devil. He can just be gay and be quiet about it. That's why we like Brock Hampton. Strategery. Strategery. <laughs> no, I mean, oh it, obviously don't shoot up the party is very like, on theme with what yeah. we're seeing every day on the news. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, you, it is definitely very present. And it's so funny that they use a genre of music that was traditionally gangster rap yeah. to make that kind of message. So I, I, I think there's a lot to appreciate and a lot more to unpack. But um, I think when we do our mid-year list, I'll have even more to say. Yeah, likewise. Unless, I I mean, unless just a bunch of like crazy shit drops. If Utopia drops, then Jake and I will not have anything to. We'll only be listening to Utopia. I don't know if it's. I don't know. It's not coming out till late this year if it comes out. I don't know. They're starting to. Rolling Loud's been announced. They're doing Rolling Loud Miami. I don't know. Till he's back on stage, everybody. I mean, there was there was not a name. Everybody's going to Florida right now, dude. It's insane. It's really because it's the only one without restrictions right now. I think us too. And I mean, I don't want to get into this conversation, but really, they've been fine. I'm I I don't know. I haven't watched it. I I just know that hey, you got to do what you got to do. No, do what makes you feel comfortable. Right. I mean, I'm not going to big events still. I I just personally don't. But also, I mean, I'm comfortable coming here. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've been vaccinated too, for the record. So. And personally, like we went to the grocery store today. Our local regulations mm-hmm. have they've taken down. 
the signs I'm not if, if they don't ask me to wear one I'm not personally not I'm not going to wear one and I'm like on the opposite where I'm like I just want to wear one not because I'm worried about COVID. Honestly, I love covering my face. I've it, said this before. We've, yeah, we've said it. On the, the anonymity was nice. It's so nice. And I'm I'm going to keep keep rolling with that as long as I can. I don't think anyone's going to look. Um, going back to school, we have to wear masks yeah. to class still. So it really just depends on where you are, which I think makes it confusing. And it makes people argue about it. And we're not trying to do that yeah. right now. But that's why people are going to Florida right now. It's just yeah, I mean, Florida, Texas. I mean, here it's pretty loose. Uh, I mean, yeah, and, and then you go to like you go literally across the state line to North Carolina, and it's They're still like, fairly shut down. Like right. we're going next week, we're taking a trip in the Dotson up to do the Blue Ridge Parkway, and my grandparents just did something with like their seniors group, a trip mm-hmm. through there on on like a tour bus, and a lot of like the rest areas, like where you can stop and They're use locked. the bathroom. Well, they weren't letting like tour groups in. If you were like in just like a like a car or a van with family, you were fine. But they weren't letting like tourists oh. come in and out of there. And there were still a lot of places that were not open. It's so strange. Certain arbitrary rules like that. It's just yeah. It's just everybody wants to argue over it for different reasons too. Yeah, I'm not trying to argue over anything. I just. I wear a mask because I like the anonymity yeah. and because I mean, it's safe. I feel there's good. A, I think we're going to be talking about the residual effects and wake of this for a in, long time. in politics, economically. I mean, you're, we're going to continue to see the ripple effect. Even like music, I mean, it affects album rollouts. It's effect, It's delayed a lot of big artists because they don't want to drop. Yeah, since they can't like tour. the ones. Yeah, the ones that make their money touring. Drake lives in Canada. Canada's restrictions are are very high. I think they just went back on another lockdown. So like somebody like Drake, he's not really going to tour. Well, to be fair, Drake is like the prime minister of Canada. If Drake <laughs> threw like a thrasher at his house. Nobody would be like, Drake, Drake is breaking nah, COVID. But he'll, but Twitter will get mad yeah. at him. And that's Fuck Twitter. <laughs> Neither one of us are on Twitter. Nope, I got off of Twitter for a I've lot been of reasons. And that's one of them. 2014, 2015, I feel like. I have not been on Twitter for that long. It's the demise of everything. It's just the worst people all, all on one app. Yeah, it gave, it's it the gave, worst of all sides. It gave Trump a huge voice. It gives the opposite of Trump a huge voice. It's just toxic for everybody. Yeah, it's it really is just like the shittiest of people on there. It's not everybody, but most of you guys are shitty. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. All right, so what you been spinning? Um, I was listening to Life of Pablo today. Um, Brockhampton, obviously. Oh man, this may be bad for me. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to see. Whole lot of red has been in constant rotation. <laughs> um, this guy, he's a YouTuber um, named Sixteen Leo. He has a song called Overdue that I really like. And um, let's see if there's anything else. Oh, the weekend. I've listen listening to um, is it After Hours? I will listen to that. No, is that the name of the album? Yeah, After yeah. Hours. Um, let's see if there's anything else. Juice World, um, Joji's Nectar as well. That was a project that came out last year. And NLE's Choppa's song. Um, Bryson? No. Beatbox 4. Okay, so he did a beatbox freestyle? Have you heard it yet? No. Oh, my God. NLE Choppa's hot, dude. Can we do a reaction real quick for do the it. people? Will you play it on yours? Because yeah, it, yeah, it sounds well, better. So on it's me. called Beatbox Four. Beatbox Four. I just want you to listen to this shit. He crashed a car at the end of the music video. Yeah, I saw that. Well, I didn't know that. That's. I thought that he actually crashed a car. I just saw. He it did. On... No, like, was it 
So no, like, it, was it was not was for the video. So he, it was a true accident. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. He he he's like him and his friend are like limping out of the car. Yeah, that's the that's the way I understood it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a legit accident. He's back. I would say. This one here was spot on. Got him. No, the one the one down here. Okay. Beatbox first day out. They, YouTube music has it fucking labeled wrong, dude. I'm telling you, fuck YouTube music. Fuck YouTube in general. <laughs> I can't say that. This shit just work. goes. We're going to be on there somewhere. We're going to try. Yeah. I love it. Dude, his flow is crazy. It's crazy. And he's like 19 now? Yeah. 18, 19? You suck at me. That shit is crazy. I've been listening to this every day. Touching me, I'm You need to go listen to some of his singles like Capo. Yeah. If you like this, Capo's awesome. So was his, the one that he shot a flow. It reminds yeah. me of Shot a Flow a lot. Wait, there's which one? There's like yeah, seven. The, the main one, that first one. This is insane. He killed this. He's one of my favorite young, like up and comers right now. Him, Polo G. And Polo G came out with that song Rap Star. I know I called it generic in the group chat, but I will say it's grown on me as well. I like. I'm telling you, Polo okay. G is is. I can't. Up. I still. I. I don't think there's enough diversity in his beat selection, but I like what he does. This is crazy though. This just goes. <laughs> he said, "I thought I nutted, but then I came back alive." I hope he stays out of trouble, which he did just get arrested, and he claims that's the, what this was yeah, for. Yeah, he claims that the there were drugs planted on him, which. Again, I said it already in this episode. You're innocent until proven guilty. Right. He's still young, so I, I, I don't put young people past doing dumb things, especially when you're r- that rich and 19. Uh, but I do follow him on Snapchat. They would have caught me with all sorts of shit if I was that age. Oh, I know. I think about that. I'm like, thank God. I follow him on Snapchat, which I know like a lot of celebrities have Snapchat, so that's not really a... In- it's more in- intimate, though, usually. So, like, But he travels with his mom, like... He's always like outside meditating. He sells his own like he has his own wellness brand where that he's selling a like scam as fuck. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's hot right now. Everybody's yeah. so. I mean, he seems like he's trying to get himself into a better place. All I'm saying though is, if you're if you're buying Nelly Chapa's herbal remedies and you're telling me that the COVID vaccine is dangerous, shut your ass. <laughs> yeah, he has said some crazy <laughs> shit about COVID. Shut your ass. <laughs> um, anything else you've been listening to? Oh, uh, no, nah, th- those are the highlights. So I found this. I didn't even hear this last year. I sent yeah. you a couple, one of these. So there's like three tracks that I like. Uh, it's featuring Ty Dolla Sign, which is a hilarious name for an album because that's typically the only time I like Ty Dolla Sign. Is I think featured. he picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, so that was from last year's uh, some little R&B. We were listening to some classical kids music, so it's like just some... Classical music for... Yeah, like there's some songs times. like... Somewhere over the rainbow, I love like that, song. that kind of uh, itsy bitsy spider, but it's all classical music. We were listening to that to go to sleep the other night. Still listening to Ronald, Eight Away to Heartbreak. Uh, still we're listening both to in our retro Kanye. Bag. Still listening to uh, the Hot Remix. Uh, I want to be one hundred percent transparent. Yes, I don't know how this transpired, but somehow. That song on the river, the one, the young Dolph and Wiz Khalifa song that I played right. you last week, like six, seven weeks ago, and I may, maybe I'm not hip to the trend, and it just happened at the same time, and this is just happenstance. But I start playing that 
song heavy, and then it just blows up on TikTok. Like, really? Tab showed me a picture of like kids singing it in the back seat. Like, my <laughs> maybe subconsciously, you our saw receptionist. It? No, I it popped up like on like just on my phone. Like, I was That's listening to up. I think like Young Thug Radio, and that just like popped up. Our receptionist at work knew it. If she ain't pretty, she can't ride with me. <laughs> and I said, Hell no. <laughs> She ain't got ass. I don't want to smash. No, thank you. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, that's crazy. I can't believe that. She, like she and her. I don't. Know, I don't know. It's probably just happenstance. Still listening to Only Want to Be with You, Post Malone, DMX Essentials, which that was in rotation before yeah. the passing. Uh, Steve Miller Band, always up there. I, I I gotta be. This is the one I gotta be. This is Chris I, Stapleton. Yeah, Chris Stapleton. Nah, essentials. dude. I'm with you. Well, I'm gonna be honest. So I was listening to Chris Stapleton Essentials, and I think somehow like I hit Chris Stapleton Radio the other night on the way home from my parents, and Big Green Tractor came. Out. <sighs> no man, oh, shit. Let me just play it for you. I know. I know you've probably heard it. Uh, I'm I listened, scared, guys. I listened to it. I I, I replayed it twice. Oh. <laughs> So I really thought it was gonna pop up on here. Uh, Play it. I actually have not heard of this song. It's called Dirt Road Anthem. Oh, you Jason heard it. Aldean. You've heard it. You've heard it. Motherfucker. The fact that it said Jason Aldean is enough for me. I think we just hooks lines a hip hop cancel after this. You think? <laughs> I don't know. I swear I don't remember this song. And he tries to rap. It's kind of, kind of oh, good, kind no. of bad. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. That's not, not that's not the good part. But so, I think it was just like some nostalgia. Like I was driving home last night. The windows were down. It's it the right. Out. It was the right mood. Yeah, like the sun was setting. I was in the country. It's there was right. like cows and shit. It's all right. We're yeah, in I'm the chilling south. on a dirt road. <laughs> Laying back, chilling like I'm George Jones. There's, I just I couldn't help it, man. There's still so much nature where we live. I I actually have to appreciate that, and the fact that I'm moving to the beach kind of makes me sad that I'm not going to see as much pine foliage. Yeah, I'm just not going to get that. And I think some sometimes there's mood music, and that was a mood song for you. I, I you wish I wish you well. Please don't say Jason Aldean is a good rapper. No, Jason Aldean is a terrible rapper. Okay. I, ho- I hope nobody actually thinks he's a rapper. I hope he doesn't think he's a rapper. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you do well down there, but Thank you. your uh, like body temperature is oh. not apt for that. You no. are going to have swamp ass like a mother. <laughs> Why um, do you think I'm trying to lose... I'm I've been guys I've been running two miles every day for nine days straight now. I'm trying to get as much fat off of my body as possible because Jake and everybody who know who's known me before knows I sweat like I am guilty. Like what? <laughs> it's not too, uh, the summers are pretty bad down there, but the, yeah. the springs and falls are gonna be like they are. I'm going in in August, so oh yeah, not- it'll be hot as a bitch. <laughs> August end is of like August, the though? worst. End yes. of August? Even Bro, October? It, it's still sweltering in September. You're, you're right. I was trying we used to, to take our like family beach trip in it. September to Myrtle yeah, Beach, which is not too far from where you'll be. It's, it's like an hour or so. A couple hours. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my lack of melanin is showing. <laughs> Three Days Grace comes oh, right no. after Jake. Chris Stapleton. Um, I like Three Days Grace. They're... I'm in like Breaking Benjamin, like that's like just classic cult, cult white people shit. Like, Talk, that's perfect. You're listening to Montero. You're not listening to the right version. What do you mean? There's the Satan's extended version. Oh, I don't know. Where is it? Is it in there? Maybe. There's like some bonuses. I I don't know. 
two minutes, 48 seconds. What's the other one? How long is the main one? This one. So those are both the same length. Yeah, so the bottom one, bottom two. Okay. The, the, the one the extra Satan that has version. the, um, you know, the, uh, there's a part in the song where he's walking towards the devil. Yeah. You know, you want me, call me after everything. I, I can't really do it that well. I'm not doing it justice, but it has like this catchy ass bridge going okay. into the well, last I've only part. listened to the first part, so maybe I need to go. Pearl Jam Essentials. I'd still I go to Nirvana over Pearl Jam. I like them both. Uh, obviously, Slime Language and Brockhampton. Nice. There wasn't. There's another band down here. I'm glad. Didn't, well, not I'm glad I didn't show. I was listening to Disturbed too. I went way down White People Lane last night. This shit is. It's. I'm sorry. It's aggravating me. I'm listening to you. I already told you I don't care for this brand of homosexual. This brand of homosexual. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. I'm sorry, guys. It's coming now. Okay, yeah, I remember this from the video, but not from the song. Yeah, so that that like little bridge is like you said, it's in the video. It wasn't in the um, original single, which which is why I like that version better. I'm not like I said. I'll You've been in words. your band. You were saying something about you were in your band bag though. Yeah, I went way down white people lane. I feel you, dude. Sometimes you got to do that. Though. I had to get down with the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to do it. You're sick for mentioning that. <laughs> Yeah, the end of that is pretty, oh, pretty wild. If you didn't no, buy the project, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. And you don't need bad. to know. No, you don't need to know. <laughs> um, the there are inside what was indestructible. The album where it was like their little like mascot walking out of fire. That mm-hmm. is like the classic. Yeah, that's disturbed. the one everybody knows. Inside the fire, indestructible. That's yeah. If you if you know, you know. Yep. They're pretty trash now, though. They were always trash. We just wow. Up. That's the end of the episode, <laughs> folks. All right. Let's see. We're looking through our writing prompt here. We can't do describe your perfect coffee or a cup of tea. like Black Star- Americano. Starbucks. Yeah, Thank Starbucks you. or nothing. I think I told somebody at work Starbucks. the other day, like, Starbucks could eat babies, and I would still go. Like, somebody was like, I can't believe you go to Starbucks, that, that liberal company. Oh, well, no, we were talking about masks in Greenville. Like, oh, who's yeah, still, yeah. And I was like, the only place that Starbucks is, like, is really, super like, will say, put a mask on is Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy that people still try to walk in there like, like you know. I saw one lady. She was like, she was like, she was like, I'll, I'm not gonna stand close to you. And she was like trying to order, and the lady was like, "Ma'am, you need to leave." And she was about to cause a scene. Yeah. Should we do this one? This, this, Let's yeah. Do it. Has a close friend ever betrayed you? Have you forgiven them? Oh, Are man. you still friends? I think I've always been the one who does the betraying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have to do that one. You Name five things that are better at creamy. <laughs> Thighs. Milk. I said, I'm, okay, we're going opposite <laughs> directions here. I was hoping you were going to take it further down the... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Thighs. Well, Find us a better one. Come on, we got Today's. Today's. <laughs> God. 
Describe the perfect ending to a stressful day. Mm. Yeah, that's good. What's your, what's your um, everybody has a post-work ritual. What, what would you say is yours? Well, shit, uh, without incriminating myself. Right. Um, I, I don't know how to answer that without. No, no, no. You can just say, you can just say you have a drink. Everybody knows what that means. Yeah, I have a drink. You have a drink. Have a drink and a cigar. That, yeah, a drink and a cigar. Yep. Yeah. So you that's your that's your post work day. Yep. Are, do you are is there ever like um, you know have you ever had those those times where like you get this like unexpected wave of anxiety? No, not really. That's I, good. Like I know Tabs talked a little about like about her anxiety. Like I, that's something I don't know that I experience. Maybe if I do, I I don't maybe associate not as, that as with insane. like. Oh, that's anxiety. Like I feel like my job is like constant fending <laughs> off of anxiety. Like I get customer phone calls like to my cell phone at all times of the day. Like, would you say golf relieves stress? Because you play golf for a bit. Yeah, I haven't played in like over a year. Definitely like coming in like working on either music or something to that effect helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a cigar and a drink. More, more so, just the cigar. Right, right. We understand. Or a partial cigar. I think that's I as far you. as I'm gonna. I feel you. Take that one. I feel you. Yeah. I think for me, um, definitely, if I have, if I have my significant other with me, Jenna, I think hanging out with her after, after a long day helps. Or even like we always call each other after work. I think the reason why that helps is, if you talk about your day with somebody you can laugh about it a little bit. You yeah. know, that's always my goal. Like to take the shit that was really like making me panic and just laughing yeah. it off a little bit and saving it for tomorrow. And see, that's something that like, like you go home, like I, I, I don't know how that maybe it's not as significant, but I mm-hmm. feel like if I had a bad day and went home, like Alone. you live by yourself, yeah. it's, the aspect is a lot different. Like right. I would, I, w- I would almost feel like I'd have to come home and like get a drink like right. some days, but yeah, like, like you said, Talking to Jenna after a long day, like I come home and, and Tab is usually here yeah. or is here a couple hours after me. Right. And I think also what helps, um, I I definitely have had panic attacks in the past. So my brain, I think for a long time, my brain had the upper hand on me. Um, like my thoughts were not, were like, I was just driven by what my thoughts, like whatever I thought, it was the most important thing in that moment. And I think after getting accepted into grad school, like, I immediately just had that like wave of, it was kind of a depression in well, a way. You, you kind of alluded to it in the last one. Yeah. I, I, I was when I was listening to the master of that one to make sure everything went mm-hmm. well. Uh, I kind of felt bad for outing you. Right. I wanted to ask you like if you wanted to expound on anything that maybe you weren't in the right state to talk about last week. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Like I really wasn't. It had I hadn't internalized it yet, but um. I've been working on getting a place down there. I just registered for classes. It's it's becoming more real. But um and and even with Jenna, I think she tried to talk to me about it and I was very um I was very dismissive. And because it's because I live by myself, I'm used to bottling a lot of things up, but I'm realizing you can't do that with people. Yeah. Um 
so that's been a, a way that I've learned to cope. But but yeah, like when I first got the news, I was like, oh my god, it's I actually have to do it. Yeah, now. I think I said that like you we, worked yeah, so long to get that. to it, and like now now you had to do it. Right, and so that that um, led to a lot of panic. And at first, my first instinct was cigar, and just like eat a lot. And like I, I would just like eat late at night, just eat shit, um, and that wasn't good because then I started feeling bad about being out of shape. So now, so then what I started doing was like every time I'd get panicked, I have a treadmill at home, I just walk on the treadmill. I'm not trying to like jog on, you know what I mean, do anything crazy. But I was like, I'll get a walk in. Shit, if I live like, if I live by myself, mm-hmm. I would have like it would be the most like quintessential like bachelor pad, right? Like. My living room would probably be where I make music. Like right. if if that was my way of like not yeah. being stressed out, mm-hmm. the treadmill would be like in front of the television. Right, right, and that's and so like my my living room is not as big, but there's like I put the treadmill, out, I would pull it down, and I would go walk. Like at one point it was so bad it was eighty minutes I was on the treadmill, but after that eighty minutes I was tired and my brain had a chance to slow down. Yeah, and so I've kind of started to realize that um, even if I don't like working out physically, or if I don't see results right away, I see a lot of results when I work out versus when I don't for my sanity. Yeah, yeah. So getting that energy out, I have to go to the gym or something. And it's not like a brag. Like I said, I'm doing it literally to to stay sane. I feel like most but of the time. that's that's exactly why I do like the music. Right. Like. I, I Snoop Dogg on Instagram said something like these MFs 45 and be still be trying to get their rap career <laughs> off the ground. Then I was like kind of laughing like that's kind of like what I do. But I just do it as like like you said with the writing, like it's a like creative outlet. Like you said about hooks, lines and hip hop last mm-hmm. week, it's a creative outlet. Right. And we don't want that to go. And that's really like if somebody asked me, why do you make music? It would be like I, for myself. You remember like when we were every week, we were pretty much meeting up to do episodes. Yeah. Um, at that time, my job was like, I was working at a physical therapy office. I yeah. talked about it. Um, there was a lot of stress involved in that job because of, because of my su- supervisor at that time. Um, not Nick, shout out to Nick, go listen to cardboard box seats, but someone above him. Um, it was very stressful. And I remember Jake would text me and on Mondays and that was like, the thing that would get me through the day yeah. was getting to come in and record hooks, lines, and hip hop. Like this also has a lot of therapy for me. So there's a lot of different, I guess, ways my day could be, could end. You know what I mean? Yeah. To relieve stress. I mean, yeah. Hooks, kinda, lines, and hip hop is one of them. That's dude, one. Music sure. is one because, like, the way like we talked about, like our significant others being home or mm-hmm. being like able to be with them to kind of like decompress after the end of a work day or just mm-hmm. a stressful day in general. Right. Like Mondays and Tuesdays, I get home usually at five. She works till like eight, eight doesn't yeah. get home till eight thirty or nine. So like I have like a good three and a half hours if I want to come home and just like act crazy in here. Right. I can do it. Like nobody's home. I get to just like do my thing. And then Wednesday, Thursdays, she's home. So like I come home, she's home. So we get to like spend time together then. So like I still get like enough to do stuff. Like I'm at home. Mm-hmm. We still get to do stuff together. So like every other day is kind of different, but right. The uh, cigar. for sure for sure yeah i think i think working out just being on the treadmill helps for me like running i've been getting into running running 
Bro, maybe you just ought to get some Heelys and just be rolling around your living bro, room. Bro, I bought Heelys and they were too small for my feet and I still used to roll in them and my toes would hurt so bad. I couldn't balance on them. I got it, dude. I, I As a fat person, you know this. Skateboards, skis. I mean, I maybe see, I you like could, snowboarding. I, you I like s- snowboarding. Dang. I can snowboard You're athletic, barely. Though. But I can ice skate. I like ice skating Damn. if if like outs I wish somebody needs to open a like ice skating rink that is like more aesthetically like a skating rink. Right. Like a roller rink. Okay. Like 70s smells like smoke and <laughs> ejaculate. Wood panel yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and like it smells like got up. Um, like a soundtrack that hasn't been updated since like 2001. Right. Like <clears throat> Lil Wayne's um uh, Doodle rock away, like that kind of music, like <laughs> n- horrible neon lights and like a disco ball. Like that would be my best. Like combine the elegance of ice skating. That's why I love with bowling. the redneckery of roller. Bowling is redneckery at its finest, bro. Nah, bowling is for everybody. It is, but around here, it attracts still the redneckery. Well, that's because we've been going to the like <laughs> the bowling alley that is known for like that is like where the rednecks play. It's nice though. The one up here by the the, the new stew, yeah. Wade Hampton Lanes. Oh yeah, that place is. is that one clutch. is a little bit more accessible Family. to all people. Yeah, yeah. Bowling too, bro. Yeah, bro, I mean if, if, we if go we're bowling, gonna, that's nice. If we're gonna, yeah, if we're gonna like draw stereotypes at the bowling alley, like that one is the redneck, yeah. and then like the old black people play it. Wade Hampton. Lanes. Yeah, I think I think I see all sorts of people, uh, and and the only reason why I'm saying redneck is because I swear to God I see more Trump merch at the bowling alley than I was at the last time than anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, well you got to look at the location here. Right? Yeah, we're still, out there and we're still very much out there and gur and gur. For those local listeners, you know, shout out to Peach Bowl. Hell yeah, Peach uh, Lanes. Yeah, you got anything else for him? No, nah, I mean that's it. I don't know what we're gonna record next, but. We're gonna do some. We're gonna well, I mean, tomorrow. we'll definitely have the the listening thing Monday. Right. So stay tuned for that coming out. Right. Um, today's Earth Day, or at least we recorded tomorrow. on Earth Day. Tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Earth Day. Yeah, I thought I Earth think, Day was today. I think maybe if I'm not. Somebody mistaken. told at work told me that it was. Either way, we're gonna be right because this will be out today or tomorrow. Tomorrow's Earth Day officially, which so is the twenty-second. I gotta clean up. Yeah, you gotta wear those. The Steve Harringtons. Post a pic. They're Plus fire. The, the Instagram, fire. the IGs. They're almost seen. as fire. I, I wanted, they had a pair of Air Force Ones Earth Day. I think that was 2019 Earth mm, Day. I think so. On sneakers. I ended up getting the low blazers. So they're cool. The blazers, I like the blazers. They're clean. Yeah. Uh, all right. We didn't pick a ride out song pre-production. So this is my favorite mix. I don't know how this has um, <laughs> picked because some of this is old. Uh, all right. No, no, no. You said... You said you were listening to, to Life of Pablo? Hell yeah. Just let it ride out. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Instagram. Bye. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see